the very thing that that can hurt you in one situation, if you frame it and put it into uh, an environment where it is valued, can be the very thing that puts you on the map. Welcome to Monday Morsels, the abbreviated companion to our full-length Friday interviews. This is Matthew Del Negro, and you're listening to 10,000 No's. This week, I want to talk to you about your greatest strength is your greatest weakness. I have an amazing guest coming up this Friday, Marie Forleo. Oprah has said that she is the voice of a new generation, and she's really doing some incredible things with her life. She talks about when she was younger, she was all over the place. She wanted to do all of these different things, had all of these interests and everybody told her you need to specialize you need to specialize and instead she went she worked on wall street then she worked she was a dancer she was in a, a nike elite athlete she um became a life coach she has done so many things and at a certain point she realized no i i am a a multifaceted person and I am going to be an entrepreneur that has her hand in all of these different areas. And your greatest strength is your greatest weakness, and your greatest weakness is your greatest strength. And it sounds cliche. We talk about failure as opportunity here. It's kind of the same, really the same principle. The problem that I see for a lot of people, myself included, is that when you see others doing well in a certain area— you can give them so much credit and then see that you don't have that exact same quality and you start to go, oh God, why don't I do that? Why? What's wrong with me? Why am I not specialized? Why am I, whatever it is. I mean, it could be physical attributes. You know, why am I, you know, not stockier? Why am I not taller? Why am I not shorter? Why am I not tanner? Whatever it may be. And I've seen it in my business because there are, so many arbitrary external reasons why I could get a job or lose a job. And those are things that are out of my control. But the very thing that in the beginning, when I started acting, people would say, oh, you're you're six, four. I mean, that's pretty tall for an actor. And it was it was like it was this this liability. You know, it was a weakness as they perceived it. And then I go, well, wait a second, there's Tim Robbins. I remember being in New York City early on, and he had just done Dead Man Walking, and uh, he had done uh, Shawshank, and he was taller than I was. I remember seeing him at the Angelica Film Center and standing next to him and talking to him for a few minutes, and I, I garbled some ridiculous nonsense to him that was probably unintelligible, but the gist of what I was thinking was, oh, here's this guy who is taller than me and paving the path. But, uh, you know, who's to say that? I mean, you've got plenty of tall actors. It's, it's this this self-limiting belief that comes about because people say it. They say, oh, well, there's a lot of actors that are a lot smaller than you. Well, if I look at two of the roles that really helped me a lot, it was Sopranos and The West Wing. And on both of those, I was playing opposite. One was James Gandolfini, may he rest in peace, who was about 6'4", and Jimmy Smits, who's also about 6'3 or 6'4". So my height probably helped me at that point. So that's something, that's a physical attribute that you uh, literally cannot control. 
That's the way you're born. But it's also the same thing with tendencies that you have. Maybe you are uh, really great with details. You're really great with back of house things. And somebody else that you come across is way better at, at being the front of house person, the, the, the face of the operation. Or maybe it's the other way around. You don't have to be all things. And the, the, the very thing that, that can hurt you in one situation, if you frame it and put it into uh, an environment where it is valued, can be the very thing that puts you on the map. It's a theme that we talk about all the time on 10,000 No's. If you really go back and you listen to really every episode, every single guest that I've had that's had these, you know, kind of amazing stories where they're knocking on death's door and they come back or they had a really rough and tumble upbringing and they are now, you know, not only making a lot of money, but having a lot of impact and having a lot of uh, fulfillment with their lives. Um, In each situation, they took something that was viewed by society as not a good trait or not a good situation, they flipped it on its head. Remember when you're when you're particularly if you're if you're starting off, right? Um, particularly in in my business, or if you're an, an entrepreneur, it's so easy to be told what you don't have. It's so easy for someone to say, "Well, they're not hiring people like you. They're not they're not looking for a product like that because they haven't seen it yet." So maybe you're the person that's going to show them what it's going to be. Uh, Maybe you're the person that's going to put that product or that thought on the map. Um, That's what I'm going to give you. I want you to think of it when you hear Marie Forleo this Friday. She is to a certain sector of the country and the world, very well known. And she has influenced tons of people, helped tons and tons of people. And she did it when she made the flip the switch in her head going from, oh, I'm all over the place to, oh, I'm dynamic. So that's what I leave you with as you go into this week. Your greatest strength is your greatest weakness and your greatest weakness is your greatest strength. Thanks for listening to Monday Morsels on 10,000 No's. Any love you can give us by spreading the word to family and friends is greatly appreciated. And be sure to check out our full-length episodes every Friday. We'll see you then. Thank you.